0: Cast. With all of these needs, again, I want to be mindful of not overwhelming you with all of them, right? You don't have to do all of them all of the time. But the point of this episode is to really give you spaces and places to begin, to start thinking, to start sensing, to start feeling, to start expressing in these ways, because we all deserve to heal. We all deserve to have this beautiful inner child relationship help us to help us to, to step into the expansion that we deserve. Whether it be in our health, whether it be in our relationships, whether it be connecting to the abundance and the finances you deserve, this self-love journey goes into all of these different areas. Welcome to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. This podcast is meant to encourage you to connect within so you can share your light with the world. And now, here's your host, Harrison Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Harrison Ma. Welcome, beautiful souls, to another episode, another recording, another session of the Cosmic Love Antenna. Today, another solo episode or another episode with just me, just your beautiful, powerful, insightful, wise host, if I don't say so myself. And uh, first of all, I just, I love you very much for tuning in and I hope that this podcast thus far in any capacity has given you some value because I've been really enjoying the ride. And I hope you have as well. Today, as I said, is a solo. So if you listen to my chakra healing episodes, it's going to be the same sort of flow as that. Different topic today, but same sort of structure and cadence and idea of me just sharing as much value with you as possible. Today's topic is the inner child or inner child healing. And it's one of my favorite elements to dive into if you have heard me speak on other platforms instagram facebook clubhouse you've probably there's a high chance you've heard me speaking about the inner child if it's not the chakras it's probably the inner child and today that's what I'm going to get into I'm going to separate this into two parts so make sure you listen to this one and the final in the next one so you can get all the information that's going to help you come back to home the intention of this podcast today with this topic is giving you another way to love on yourself, put very simply, giving you another powerful resource, another educational, energetic, and very deep space to tune into your intuitive self-love and your intuitive self-healing. In my opinion, that is what the inner child is powerful and is is really, it remedies, it helps us lean into this. Before I get into it, I do want to say a couple of things, just a bit of housekeeping work here. What I really appreciate with these Solo Soda episodes is feedback feedback and reviews. I got a little bit from the first ones, but I would love some for these ones. So if you do enjoy this episode, you can leave reviews in Apple reviews with your comments, how it hit you, what resonated, all those elements, all the love, you can leave in Apple reviews. I'm also open to receiving feedback on Instagram, on Clubhouse and the social social media platforms that you might hear me, hear me on. Because when I get feedback, it helps me give you more of what you need. So I can adjust these episodes. I can make them even better if they're not super amazing for you already. Uh, also remember again, this is going to be in two parts. I would recommend a resource to read alongside of these of these episodes and it's a book called Healing: The Child Within by Mr. Charles Whitfield, Healing a Child Within. And I'm going to be referencing some elements out of those books today out of that book today. And I'm going to be obviously adding on my beautiful experience and opinion and perspective onto it, because that's why you're here, right? You're not here just to hear the facts. You're here to hear me, right? You're here to hear how I interpret these things, because I assume they resonate with you in some way. I also want to just wish you some love during this inner exploration. When you listen to these episodes, it can be healing in itself. Right, It can be healing in itself, just leaning into some of the things that it be said. So when you tune into what's said today, as I go deeper, really sit with some of the elements and see what comes up, how are you triggered, how do you feel, what emotions, all of the things. All right, so let's get into it. And I'm going to start here today by really explaining first, one, what is the inner child and why it is important. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the core inner child needs that need to be met. They need to be there. If you want to heal, if you want to deepen this inner self-love relationship, if you want to move through trauma, if you want to connect this integration to physical dis-ease or chronic disease, if you want to step into deeper forms of adult relationships, you need to understand the inner child. And you also need to meet these inner child needs, in my opinion. So let's give a definition of the inner child first. I How I connect to and resonate with the inner child is through the Jungian perspective. And the Jung perspective of the inner child is that it's an archetype. What is an archetype? An archetype is one of the core states of language that our consciousness expresses itself through within us. Right. So for example... An inner child is an archetype, but we have many different kinds of archetypes. We have an inner mother, an inner father, we have the student, we have the teacher, we have the prostitute, we have the, the victim, we have the all of the saboteur, there's many different kinds of archetypes that our consciousness moves through, within, out, sideways, <laughs> all the things, and these archetypes express themselves throughout our life. So, it's important to see where these archetypes come up. It's important to see when they are expressing themselves in a healthy way, and also important to see when they are expressing themselves in an unhealthy way. And it becomes our role, our responsibility to get unstuck when an archetype is expressing itself in an unhealthy way, such as the inner child, such as connected to an inner child need not being met. And maybe causing traumatic fight or flight responses, maybe causing you know, the body to keep score in a certain way. If you listen to my chakra healing episode, you, you heard about how different emotional situations can hold themselves in the body. The inner child and the archetype of the inner child being expressed in an unhealthy way, one of the ways it can express, express itself in an unhealthy way is through the body, right? It's through the body in dis-ease. Just an example there. So what it comes down to is stepping into your powerful choice, stepping into your responsibility to tune into yourself, to see what is needed, to see where in this case with the inner child, what, where, where does a dynamic need to be healed? Where does something need to be integrated? Where do you need to move on? Where do you need to reparent yourself? Where do you need to give yourself some extra loving care? The inner child is just another form of self love, right? It's another tool, energetically, emotionally, mentally, even spiritually, that we can use to love on ourselves, to do the inner work that is needed to step into our fullest potential. If that is not a reason, I don't know what is. (laughs) I'll also add in on top of this you know, the inner child can be worked on at any age, right? Your children are in the inner child archetype, but you can express this archetype at any age, right? You as an adult, maybe 30, 40, 50, you can activate the inner child archetype to not just heal it, but to embody it for more love, for more healing, for more expression. I give a little example. A couple of weeks ago, I had a, had a holiday at a break from work and I, I went and saw a, a kid's movie. I went and saw a kid's movie that uh, I really enjoyed. And I actively set the intention of embracing my inner child through that experience, right? I let go. I became really flowy. I leaned into laughter. I leaned into the childlike nature. I had some sweets. I had the point I'm making is the inner child is a expression of consciousness that is inside of us that we can embody, that we can use to help us expand. The inner child, and this is where the next stage of this chat is going to get into, is also a way for us to see where healing is needed. It's also for us, it's also a space and place where we can pinpoint pain teachers or pain challenges that we deserve to move through, to get insight, to release emotion, to cure us of physical, mental, emotional dis-ease challenges. And when we get more specific, we can tune into what are the exact inner child needs that we can learn to expand into and to see and to meet. So that is a brief overview of the inner child, why it's important, in my opinion. But now I want to go into, so what are these inner child needs? What are these characteristics? What are these elements? What are these if you want to call them check boxes to tick off, to make sure that a beautiful inner child is getting everything he or she deserves. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, there are, there are 14, 14 of them. And I'm going to say them all very quickly now for you, but I'm going to break down seven in this session. And I'm going to break down seven in the next session. So, and these are, these are referenced in that book that I talked about the healing the child within. So the inner child needs, I'm just going to go over them now. So the inner child needs are touching, attention, mirroring slash echoing, guidance, listening slash participating, opportunity to grieve and grow, support, loyalty and trust, accomplishment. Altered consciousness, by that I mean enjoyment and fun. Sexuality, healthy sexuality, so your anima, your female sexuality, and your animus, your male sexuality. Freedom, nurturing, and unconditional love. So these are the inner child needs that need to be there, need to be met. They don't need to be met all at once. They just These are just a, a sort of foundation in which healing and integration and transformation can occur from in relation to the inner child. Now, let's go into them individually. And just, just a reminder here, as a parent to your inner child, you have all of the power, you have all of the potential to meet all of these needs yourself. Yourself for yourself. So if you have had a traumatic event in your childhood, I would start with these needs and start meeting them yourself so you can heal and expand from said traumatic experience. So let's get into it. The first one is touching. And this one I feel we can easily overlook. I often like to give the example here i think the university was oxford don't don't quote me on this one but i think the university of oxford where the study was done with mice mice or rats and they showed that the babies that were born to the to the parents the animal parents of the mice slash rats the children the babies that were not touched that were not given the touch the licking the padding they grew at a different rate to the ones that did get that. So from a purely physiological level, touching is important. But I would take it a step further and say it's, it's important for all aspects of what we are, especially as a child growing up. This is where idea of self-pleasure and self-touch comes in. I'm going to talk about this in the next part with sexuality, but Remember, you can touch yourself and give yourself pleasure without it being sexual. So I'd ask you, what was your relationship as a child with getting healthy touch? It is connected to one of the other needs, which is nurturing. right? And I'll talk about that again next session. But I would count touch as it's more fundamental than nurturing. It's more of a, I need touch, like I need water, like I need food. Like I need sun. It's very fundamental. So as a child, an inner child inside of you, if that was not given to you growing up, now what can you do to give that touch back to yourself? Another example from my journey, my story, I'm a big fan of yoga and the practice of yoga. And yoga is is good for many reasons. Something that I really like to do that I would suggest people listening to t- to tune into this inner child element of touching is when I, when I practice the, the practice that is yin yoga. So when you hold a pose for longer, when you're holding that pose for two, three, four minutes, what you can do is add in both the breath, but also touch caressing yourself. For example, I like holding shavasana, like the end pose, or I like holding a, like a squat or a malasana or a forward fold. And then when you're in that position, touching yourself, right? Touching your skin, caressing your face, caressing your chest, caressing your, you know, wherever this is healthy touch. Add in a child, bring in the intention of her or him, bring in that energy there, direct it towards an event potentially. And now you have a healing combination. Let's keep it going. The next one is attention. So, this is a big one. And I would, there are similar characteristics to some of the other needs. For example, I would tie attention very close to support and guidance. But I would classify attention as purely. Someone holding space for you and not giving anything in return. That is attention. Someone, so as, as you can imagine a, a, a child growing up, let's say that child was playing outside and the parent was there just observing, just a holding space for that child to be all that it needs to be. Creating a safe container for that childlike energy, that beautiful consciousness expressed to the archetype of the inner child to flow. This could be in an emotional event as well. So let's say if there is a traumatic event and we were not given the attention or the container or the space to allow that emotion to flow, what's going to happen? Well, there was a high chance that that energy that wants to flow, that wants to be expressed in a container with loving attention, it's going to hold itself and go somewhere else. Remember, the body keeps score. Connecting back to the chakras, right? What we talked about last session, last solo sort. So attention can be purely just holding unconditional loving space for you, for your little inner child to be, to express. An example of this could be going out into nature. And holding space, giving your little child attention to be what he or she wishes to express in that nature setting, to play, unbound play would be an example. Another example in my, in my life, my story, one way I connect and give my inner child attention is by going out into the sun every day, putting getting sun onto my skin, having some lunch, getting my feet on the ground, and then creating a container of attention for that energy to flow within me. Whether if it's I'm listening to something, whether I'm speaking to someone, I'm just meditating, creating the space, creating the container, and being with the earth, being with the sun—they're all benefits. So attention—it's a big one. Next is mirroring slash echoing. I would explain this one, define this one as learning by example. We know of mirror neurons in our brain right these are the things that when you are watching someone when you are watching someone on a movie for example and they make an expression and they smile in a certain way and you catch yourself smiling the same way or you're talking to someone and they smile you smile or they frown you frown this is the mirror these are the mirror nuance and this is the mirroring slash echoing aspect of the inner child We need this as healthy development, in my opinion. We learn best as the beautiful little human being that we are by seeing others as the example. So, this one is particularly relevant to what's happened in the last two years of events. And I want to be very careful with my words here because I know these, these topics are very controversial. And no matter where, you land on the spectrum of masks. For example, I'm, I, I meet you where you're at and your belief is your belief. But what I believe, one of the inner child elements that were impacted, potentially traumatic for the healthy expression of the child is how the masks were taking this aspect away. When you cover up a person's face and their ability to express themselves, you're severely minimizing this mirroring slash echoing element that the inner child needs, deserves to express. Just think about that for a little bit. So now as an adult and your beautiful little inner child wanting to mirror and echo you, this would be the same I would give the same example here as creating space for yourself, like we did with attention, but now I would be very actively mindful of it. I would also also bring in support with this, meaning that you might need a practitioner, a family member, a friend, a doctor, a coach, someone that you trust, someone that maybe has skills with the inner child to maybe show you what healthy, healthy expressions of what the inner child are. So you can mirror and echo it, right? We mirror and echo not, not only from an internal element, but we, but we mostly mirror and echo from external people, right? We are a beautiful animal. We are a beautiful expression of, of nature, of, of pure energy. And when we see that in another, we're familiar with it. We're connected to it. This is the mirroring slash echoing. So again, just to bring this back to the main topic, where where did you not get this in your childhood? Where did you not get this in your childhood? Where was there particularly something traumatic that you needed to move through where this skill could have come in, this need could have come in? And now where can you give that to yourself? All right, let's keep it going. So we've touched on touching, attention, mirroring slash echoing. Now, this is a big one. And actually, let me pause here for a second. Let me add one more thing to the mirroring slash echoing because this is important and leads into this part too. The the mirroring slash echoing, I would also consider the ego and the spirit, meaning that we are not just human beings, we are spiritual beings. And the spiritual being is very is very uh flamboyant and very expanded when we are a child. And the ego, the thinking mind of the human animal that we are is developing as a child. So we need mirroring and echoing so we can know how to do this. We can know how to be the spiritual being and the human being. If that is not there, you become very unbalanced in my opinion. Right? You start to becoming, you start to become unaware of where your actions are coming from, right? How many of you listening to this conversation get a bit confused when I talk about these topics about the ego and the mind and the spiritual being, ask yourself, why are you confused? Is it because this is an intrinsically difficult topic or is it because the loving education foundation, the support, that you deserve to mirror slash echo growing up was not there. That's a the question itself, and this, this, and the reason I bring this up is because it leans into guidance. This is the next inner child need that we all deserve to have: guidance. I I would define this as learning what is wrong or right, learning what our values are and our morals growing up. Guidance comes in; it comes in in many ways, right? Guidance would come in to help with the physical transformation, the, you know our, our function as a human, our, all of these, but a very fundamental level of guidance, in my opinion, in relation to the inner child is these, is what is the values, is the values, is the morals, is the what is wrong or right. So if you did not have that healthy guidance as a child, if that little inner being did not have the foundation, the support, To to nurture, and I'll get back to that one next session. That's another inner child need, but did not have the guidance to expand what is innately inside of them, then we can we can we can suppress some of our beauty. We can suppress what we deserve to express. Let me give an example of this one that maybe some of you beautiful souls listening can relate to. The example with guidance is if you've heard me on clubhouse at the moment, I'm, I'm doing a, a weekly room on spiritual senses and intuition and spiritual awakening. And in the perfect world, spiritual senses, spiritual awakening would be something we would all learn about. We would all lean into as children. We would all expand into as the beautiful spiritual slash human beings that we are. But how many of you listening can think about a space and place that you were guided through as a child that allowed you to express these spiritual senses, this spiritual awakening that we all deserve to move through? I would hazard to guess not many of you. And I would then ask yourself, what has this lack of guidance This lack of the ability to express these senses, the spiritual side of you, what has that led to? Has that led to a crisis? Has that led to disease? Has that led to relationships not going in the way that you deserve to have them go? This is the importance. This is the innate need as a child to have guidance, to learn about our spiritual senses, to learn about our values, as I said before, let's, so I just talked about the spiritual side to this. Let's go to the ego side, the mind, ego, mind side. Our ego helps us work out what our identity is is. as the, I, I, you know, I like to talk about the, the small self versus the big self. The big self would be the spiritual being. The small self would be the human being. I don't say that as one is better than the other. It's just an easy way to sort of understand it. And in the guidance section of the inner child, we learn our values and what is wrong or right. And that helps us define what we are. That helps us define what our mission, what our passion, what our purpose is. How many of you listening have troubles with that? I know I did. So the importance of guidance could not be overstated here. So now, okay, so if you didn't have those things growing up, if you didn't have the guidance to express your spiritual senses, for example, you didn't have the guidance to work out what your values are, what you do, what defines you. Now, where can you hold space? Maybe use some of the other elements we've talked about thus far. Give yourself attention, right? Look to others to mirror slash echo. Where can you hold space and give that guidance to yourself? I'll give another example in my life, right? This comes up in when i meditate right what is meditation meditation is not only you giving yourself attention and holding space but it's allowing you to guide your inner self to come up and out to learn things right by managing your day by managing your day by doing the things that expand you through movement through food through learning about certain topics podcasts books courses you're now creating the space for your inner guidance to come in so that inner child can expand. Okay, so that's a big one. Let's keep it flowing. And just, I have three more here to hit on. Just as you're listening to this, really tune into that beautiful little inner being inside of you, that inner child, right? The inner child can be seen because we're just talking about spirit and ego. The inner child can be on both sides of the coin. The, The inner child could be spoken about through the unconscious mind the ego space but the inner child is also connected to your higher self right that spiritual being so as you'll continue to listen to these words as you continue to listen to these needs have that inner child that higher self inner child come up and let let her or him tune in into see if any of this resonates because a lot of this you can take action on today let's keep it going the next one here the next inner child need is Listening slash participating. And this one I would equate to one, your senses, your, your sensory awareness, your sight, your hearing, your smell, your touch, your feeling, and also being a part of a tribe and a collective. So two things that come together. Again, look at where these met. In your childhood Or were they not Where is there an urge Inside of you Are you the sort of person That really desires To be around people Really wants to get out there And connect There are many reasons for that But is one of the reasons Because you did not get that As a beautiful little being Growing up We are powerful Spiritual beings But we are also human beings And how that human being Has evolved for hundreds, if not thousands of years, is in tribes, in tribes of families and communities and groups that were designed to support and nurture each other. When we are in those groups, when we are in those collectives, what are we doing also? We're listening and using our senses. We're taking things in communicating this, I would connect this back to the mirroring slash echoing this, these two would go together. Right. so as you're mirroring slash echoing in a collective learning by example, you're also, you're going to expand this to a tribe and then you would then participate. Right. And it's not just listening here. I would account the other senses as part of this, the seeing smelling. So if you did not get that as a child, where can you lean into that now? Where can you, for example, in a, on Clubhouse, I do an inner child room every week. So coming in to that room where you're listening and or participating, you're ticking off that little, that little inner child need already without even you doing much at all. You've just shown up for yourself, <laughs> shown up for that inner child as well. So that's a big one. And, again, I, I look back to the, the last two years of events that we've had in the world, and, again, no matter where you are in the spectrum of the thoughts around it, I think we all can agree that this listening slash participating wasn't met. So either if you were a child or your child was triggered by these events, there's a little breadcrumb to follow, a little breadcrumb to follow about what you can do now. Actively go look to participate, to listen in collectives, use your senses. And then finally, I would add to this just because we talked about the spiritual senses, remember that activating those, your clairvoyance, your clairsentience, your clair audience, your clair tasting, your clair empathy, these senses can also be activated in a collective. I'll just give another example in my life. I've really seen being around others, participating in groups of like-minded individuals have allowed those senses inside of me to activate. I'm going to be very clear with my words because I've mentioned this a couple of times thus far. We all have these powerful spiritual senses and it's tuning into the inner child, specifically these needs that can help us, right? With the the participating, with the listening, with the guidance, the mirroring slash echoing, all of it. So I hope that, hope that lands, hope that resonates, hope that makes sense thus far. With all of these needs, again, I want to be mindful of not overwhelming you with all of them, right? You don't have to do all of them all of the time. But the point of this episode is to really give you spaces and places to begin, to start thinking, to start sensing, to start feeling, to start expressing in these ways, because we all deserve to heal. We all deserve to have this beautiful inner child relationship Help us to help us to, to step into the expansion that we deserve. Whether it be in our health, whether it be in our relationships, whether it be connecting to the abundance and the finances you deserve, this self-love journey goes into all of these different areas. All right, we've got two more here. So the next one is a big one. <laughs> this is a probably out of all of the inner child needs, this is probably the one I think shifts the most, shifts for the most people in my opinion. And this inner child need is the opportunity to grieve and grow. I was, I went for a run yesterday uh, in in the forest that I live next to. And on the way back, I I I saw a mother and a father outside on their driveway and the, and the father was just caressing a beautiful little baby as she was crying. And I just, I, I thought about this episode was about to record. I was like, that's a beautiful example. Beautiful example of the father, giving the support, holding space, giving the attention, giving the touching, allowing the mirroring slash echoing, maybe giving a bit of guidance, but also providing the space for that baby to grieve and grow through expression, through the throat chakra, through the flow of emotion, right? We know that what we do not let go of doesn't disappear. If I have an emotion, if I've had a traumatic event, let's say I lost a loved one as a child, and I was not given the opportunity to express myself and grieve over the sadness that comes from that, that sadness doesn't just disappear. The body keeps score. I go back to what I talked about in chakra healing, the thyroid center of the throat chakra. Did you ha- in your childhood, were you not given the, the opportunity to grieve and grow? Do you also have thyroid challenges? Did you have a severe traumatic event? It doesn't even have to be severe, but did you have a traumatic event where maybe some anger, maybe some deep sadness, maybe some deep guilt and shame that you were not able to express to grieve, to let go of. Were you not given the opportunity to lean into that? And now you're having challenges in your adult life. Look at this. Right? Look at this one. And the the solution here is is somewhat of an easy one. Meaning that one of the tools that I use with clients, with the with the inner child, is writing an inner child letter. And one of the most common things that occurs in that inner child letter process is the emotions coming up, but then leaning into what those emotions are and creating the opportunity and the space for them to come up and out. So the question to you is, one, where can you pinpoint a situation, a challenge, a trauma, an event, a relationship that you did not have the opportunity to express and grow from your grief, or any emotion. And now where can you reparent your beautiful inner child to allow that emotion to flow? I'll add one more thing here that's important to realize is that I've been talking about the human slash spiritual being of what we are. And I see emotions as communication. I see emotions as energy in motion. I see emotions as through the traditional Chinese medicine perspective, Certain organs create certain emotions, but I would take this a step further and say the spiritual being that we are speaks through the human being, through the tissue, through the body, through emotion. So not only when you're given the opportunity to grieve and grow, is it healthy for your inner child? Is it healthy for your expression? It's also you being more of what you are. When you express your emotion, you're allowing that spiritual being to speak through the human being for healing, for connection, for alignment. I hope that resonates. And again, if that's not a reason to lean into this, I'm not sure what it is. It's a big one. All right, let's keep it flowing. I've got one more here to speak about. So just to reiterate and go over them, we talked about touching, talked about tension, mirroring slash echoing, guidance, listening slash participating, opportunity to grieve and grow. And now the last one I'll hit on here in this part one of the inner child healing, inner child needs is support. Specifically, I would connect this to safety and security. I would connect this to attention, So, I talked about attention, creating a safe container, holding space. But now, this is with feedback. This is attention with feedback. Right? For example, I receive you. I see you. I witness you. I'm here to help you be safe. And remember, very important. This is very important for people to realize. I talked about this in the chakra healing. You have the innate safety, support, and security inside of you. But sometimes, what we need, is an external element of support, safety, security, so we can remember that innate state inside of us. For example, I often had a client come to me yesterday and this, this powerful being was asking about not feeling safe, secure, due, again, due to the lockdowns. And whenever this person was going out into the wilderness, into into city life, into the world in general, they were not feeling, they were not feeling a sense of safety, security, support. This person then came to see me and I was there to provide the safety support, security for him, to help him see and feel this innate sense insight. This is not just a this person thing. This is an everyone thing. So the the main idea here I wanna sort of a highlight is one it's okay to need help to feel this, right If you did not get this support, the safety security growing up, realize it's okay to reach out for another to help you to provide that for you so you can see it inside of you. Often this can come through words like I said, receive I receive you, I see you, I witness you and then obviously the whatever practice, whatever modality, whatever whatever element they're using to help you connect back in. But again, if you didn't get this growing up and you are desiring to make this need met, then some steps I would follow is going to reach out to someone, right? For example, me, I'm a powerful coach that does this kind of work, but it could be anyone that you resonate with and allow them to provide the space makes you feel supported, so it's safe and secure. And then as soon as you feel that, I then want you to, to, to direct that energy they're giving you inwards and then get acquainted with it. I talked about how the inner child is an archetype. There's an archetype in which consciousness expresses itself through us. I also said it's not the only archetype. So what you can do once you have started to learn from a practitioner is you can start giving that sense of safety and support to yourself, to the inner child with another archetype. I know this is getting a little bit confusing, but stay with me. So for example, you can embody your inner mother or your inner child and visualize giving your inner child the sense of safety, support, security to your inner child providing space, right? You could get out into nature, ground into mother earth, which is what mother earth is an innate parent that gives you that same sense of security, safety, and support. Then also visualize that child that maybe needs that support needs that foundation to heal, to grow, to integrate, tune into it, feel it and give your child the need it deserves to have met as you're probably picking up, this heavily connected to the root chakra. So if you haven't listened to the chakra healing episode, go back and watch the root. I gave some tips around that. This would heavily connect to the support part of the inner child need here. And I guess tying this all up now, I want you to remember that this is a process. <laughs> this is a process. And this is a, a step-by-step, take it one step at a time and feel into what you need right now in this moment. So realize that you're only ever given what you're ready for in your, your healing journey, the onion layers, right? You've heard it all before. And I would not look at all this entire list and think about doing it all in one hit. Like I've mentioned, I would ask yourself in this moment, what do I need right now? Do I need some touching? Do I need some, some, some support? Do I, is there a emotion coming up that's connected to the need for the opportunity to grieve and grow? And take it from there. You can tune into an event. Uh, a lot of people come, into, come to me and say, I want to start doing, start healing my trauma. How do I start? Where do I begin? This is where you start. This is one of the ways you can start. Tuning into these needs and being the answer for yourself. With that, I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to pause it. Next session, next recording, next solo sewed with yours, your yours truly. I'm going to finish off this list. I'm going to do seven more. All right, Some of the ones we're going to talk about are sexuality, which is a big one, freedom, unconditional love, just a little bit of a taste. All right, so come back for that one and we'll talk about it. As I said at the start, I would love your feedback on this episode. So again, how you can do that is by going to Apple Reviews, leaving a review with some love and also saying, hey, Harrison, I enjoyed this. Harrison, I would like to see more of this. You get the idea. Um, also, if you want to catch me in Clubhouse in general, catch me on there. But also I do a room every week on the inner child. So you can always come in with more questions there. Also with the with the review, I'm starting to give out prizes with the best review. So I do have a chakra healing course that I did with Dr. Taggy, spiritual awakening course I did with Dr. Taggy that you can go into the into the draw for winning for best review. I also want to mention here, And I talked about this a few times, being with a practitioner, a coach, a therapist, a doctor, they're going to meet a lot of these needs, right? They're going to provide the attention. They're going to provide the mirroring slash echoing. They're going to provide the guidance. They're going to provide the opportunity to listen and participate. They're going to provide the opportunity to grieve and go, depending on the type of session, the support. So I, I want to encourage you, if you feel like you can't do this yourself, Realize that I'm here, right? I love talking about this topic and it's something I can go deep into. But realize if you want to reach out to me for one-on-one coaching, this is what I would recommend. But because it's going to hit a lot of these boxes if you feel like you can't do it yourself. So just wanted to drop that in there. Regardless, I hope that this episode gave you some value, gave you some places to begin, gave you some extra places of introspection and reflection. Again, come back for next part, part two. If it's about, well, if you're listening to this episode, it's probably already released, so check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. But with that, beautiful souls, wherever you are in the world, I'm wishing you a wonderful morning, evening, afternoon. I love you unconditionally. I'm wishing you a powerful day, and I'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Cosmic Love Antenna Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to follow Harrison on Instagram, Twitter, and Clubhouse at Harrison Ma. That's Harrison, M-E-A-G-H-E-R. ElectroCast. Transform your influence. ElectroCast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. got oh, this No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels